Hi, welcome back to another episode of our Yasha Ministries Let's Wrap podcast. If you are listening for the very first time, welcome. I want you to know it is not by chance or coincidence that you are listening to me today, but it is by God's divine order, and He has ordered your steps right until our Let's Wrap Reveal podcast. If you are one of our returning listeners, I just want to take this time again to say thank you. Thank you for listening, liking, comment, and most importantly, share, share, share. Share this podcast with your friends, share it with your family members. When we last left off, we were in the book of Psalms, Psalms the 61st chapter. It is here in the 61st chapter of Psalms that David was crying out to God. David was declaring from a place of brokenness. He was crying out to God saying, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, a strong tower from my enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings, Salah. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve him. So will I sing praises unto thy name forever. I will daily perform my vow. Our focus verse for this two-part series is coming from Psalm 61 and 2. And David was saying, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I found out that God is waiting on us to cry out to him. He wants us, when our heart is overwhelmed, to turn to him. Not to man, not to the arms of the flesh, not to an alcohol bottle, not to drugs, not to our friends. But he wants us to cry to him with the overwhelmed heart. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Don't think for a minute that David was insinuating that God could not lead him without his heart being overwhelmed. Oh, just the opposite. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to always be led by the spirit of God and not by the flesh. He is always leading, but through my own life experience, I found out that the problem with many of us is we're not always following. We constantly want to operate independently of God. We want to do things our way until our way causes our hearts to become overwhelmed. But God already knows that, and he welcomes our overwhelmed heart. He knows that it is then during those times that we are willing to allow him to lead us without a struggle or a fight, without pride being involved, or without trying to figure it out with our own mind and intellect. That is why David said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. In other words, David was saying, this situation is more than I can bear. I need the God who created heaven and earth, the God that is much higher than I. I need the God who specializes in the impossible. I need the God who parted the Red Sea. I need the God who the wind and the waves obey. I need the God that created heaven and earth. I need Yahweh. I need the God who holds the keys to both heaven and hell. David cried out in his distress, Lord, lead me to the rock. 
Now, I don't know how familiar you are about the rock, but in those days, a higher rock represented a place of refuge. It represent, represented a place of safety. The higher rock gave them an advantage point over their enemies. Today, God's power, his protection, and his promise is his word. His, the word of God is our rock. The word of God is our refuge. It is our safety place. The word of God tells us he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. What is he saying? Those who abide in his word, those who abide in the secret place of his word shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. It is our protection. It is our vantage point over the enemy. What is that word? That word is Jesus Christ. John 1 and 1 tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the same in the beginning with God that all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made and with him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended not. He let us know that Jesus was there from the beginning and he is the word of God. He is the living word that became flesh and dwelt among us. It lets us know that we need the word. I don't know about you church, but I need Jesus in these uncertain times, these times that we are living in like never before. I need the rock of ages. I need the chief cornerstone to hold my life together. I need Jesus. The Bible tells me that every knee shall bow. At the name of Jesus, every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. We know that in the name of Jesus, just at the mention of his name, there's power. At the mention of the name of Jesus, demons tremble. Demons have to flee. When we look back at Psalms, the 61st chapter and the third verse, David begins to declare, for thou, you Lord, has been a shelter, in other words, a refuge for me and a strong tower from my enemy. David began to think back over his life. He began to remember all the things that God had done for him. When we begin to look at this verse, I can just imagine David began to remember all the times that God brought him through. Sometimes we just need to sit ourselves down somewhere and begin to think back over our lives about how God has set us free, about how the God we serve and all the things that he have done for us. God has been a shelter for us. God has been our refuge. He has been our place of safety. God has been your strong tower that the righteous can run in and be safe. Not just any tower, but a strong tower far away from your enemies. He had lifted you up high above the reach of your enemy. When Satan would have desired to destroy you, when Satan would have desired to sift you as weak, God said he prayed for us. God stepped in and he became your protection in the midst of the battle. Most people would have lost their minds a long time ago with the things that you already been through. But God said, I will give you a strength that surpasses all understanding. He said, I'll give you a peace like never before. God is all surpassing. It is his strength that's keeping us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pastors. He is our keeper. He is the shade upon our right hand. He is our all in all. As we begin to look at Psalms 61 and 4, we see that David begin to say, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. He said, I will trust in the covert of thy wings, Salah. Salah means to stop, pause, and think about that. I will trust in the covert of thy wings forever. 
Now, covert means a place we can hide. In other words, I could only imagine David saying, I will trust that you are my hiding place, God. In other words, he's saying, I will take refuge in the shelter of your wings. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you will be my hiding place. He said, I will lift up God promises in his word. He said, I will lift up a standard against them. Once again, Psalms 91 tell us, he that dwells in the secret place. In other words, he that lived there in the secret place of the Most High shall live or abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. I will trust in him. In him will I trust. There it go again. The problem is we got to learn how to trust God, church. Psalm 61 and 5 tells us, for you, Lord, have heard my vows. You have given me a heritage for those who fear your name. David was talking about the vow that he made to the Lord. It's a guaranteed place in the promised land. Our inheritance today takes the form of repentance and making Jesus Lord over our lives. And by doing so, we have a place guaranteed in God, an eternal kingdom in heaven. David went on to say in Psalm 61 and 6, Thou will prolong the king's life. In other words, he was asking God to increase the days of the king's life for years of many generations. David cried out to God and asked him to prolong the life of the king and prolong the reign of the king. David could speak like this because he understood that his reign was not like King Saul's reign, but it was established by him and his heirs. And because of Christ, David's son and his heirs will possess the kingdom forever. We know that the word tells us until the throne and the kingdom of David, there shall be no end. When we look at Psalm 61 and 7, it says, He that abide before God forever, prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. Abide means to live or to dwell in the throne before God, living and ruling as in God's presence, serving and worshiping him forever. It is only through God's mercy and his truth that we will be able to experience the pleasures of God forevermore, to abide in his kingdom. It is only through the blood in Jesus Christ can we be preserved. Preserved means to keep safe from harm or injury, to maintain or keep alive. Only God is only God who can keep us. David understood that it was only because the grace of God that he was safe, that in the strong tower of God, that only God could lead him to the rock. We are here right now, church, at this very moment because the grace and the mercies of God. And when we are overwhelmed, it is only God that can lead us to the rock. In conclusion, David said in Psalms 61 and 8, then I will ever sing a praise unto your name and fulfill my vow day after day. Another thing I love about David is that we can learn from him that no matter what David was faced with or no matter what he went through, he continued to praise God through the good and the bad, through the difficult times of his life. Many times he was faced with troubles, but David continued to praise God no matter what he went through. Unlike us, the first thing we want to do is we begin to have a pity party and stop praising God. That's what the enemy wants us to do. The word tells us in Psalms 34 and 21, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Our soul shall make our boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear it up thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. In times like these, we must stick together. We have to learn how to come in agreement. 
because you can best believe that the enemy is in agreement. I'm telling you what I know. You better know, like you've never known before, that we are living in the last days. I don't know if you came to the realization of this, but the enemy is organizing his army. He's lining up his generals. He's lining up his privates. He realizes that we're in a war. He realizes that these are the last days. He don't have much time left, so he's turning it up 10 times. I don't know if you realize, but everybody is going through something. Everybody you talk to in one uh, area or another. They're dealing with some type of difficulty or some type of situations, but we got to know that we know it's time for the church like never before to get an agreement to walk in the authority of Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 tells us that in every situation, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what it is we're going through, that we have to be thankful and continue to give thanks for this is the will of God for our lives in Jesus Christ. We got to know that we know who we are more than anything. We got to know whose we are. And because of whose we are, we got to realize it's not about us. We've been bought with a price. Therefore, we have to glorify God in our bodies, which belong to him. We've been bought by the blood of Jesus. We have to humble ourselves and submit to the sovereign will of God. No matter what it is you're being faced with, we have to continue to sing praises unto God and know that we have a charge to keep. And like David, a vow to fulfill, not just one day, not just one day, out of the week, but day after day after day, we have to continually ask God to lead us to the rock that is higher than I. That rock is Christ Jesus. We need the Lord on our side. We need our steps daily ordered by the Lord. For the Bible tells us that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Without the Lord on our side, we'll all be lost. We'll be tossed and driven like a ship without a sail. Once again, I say to you that we have to be sure in these last and evil days, you got to be very sure that your anchor holds and reach and grips that solid rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ. Make sure you don't let go of the solid rock. Cry out to God. Cry out to God like never before. Cry loud and spare not. Cry out to God that he would lead you to the rock that is higher than you. That walk is his word. We got to hide ourselves in his word. We got to hide the word in our heart that we might not sin against him. There is power and authority in the word of God. Be led by the word. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for the conclusion of this two-part series. God, I thank you for allowing us to know and see you, God, that you are our rock, God. God, when our hearts are overwhelmed, God, in these times that we are going through, Father, there's trouble on every side, God, trouble all around us, God. You said in this world we shall suffer persecution. In this world we shall have trials. But you told us to be of good cheer. Why? Because you have already overcome this world. God help us to keep our eyes on you. Father, we ask that you would lead us to the rock that is higher than us. God, we need you like never before. God, we need you to help us, God, that our strength will stand, that our strength won't fail. God, you are our strength, God. Help us to stand in you, Father, because it is only in you that we are made complete. It is only in you that we are made righteous for all of our righteousness as filthy rags, but because of you, oh God, because
because of the blood of Jesus, God, we are in right standing. And God, we thank you. We bless you today, God. We magnify you for who you are, for you alone are worthy. There is none like you, Father. God, is there anyone right now who's listening to this podcast who do not know you in the partner of their sins? Those who are not saved, God, I ask that you would save them today, God. God, as they ask you to come into their life, as they ask you to forgive them of their sins, as they declare today, God, that you are the Son of God who died on the cross for their sins, oh, Father, that they are saved. God, you said if they believe in their heart and they confess with their mouth, God, they are saved. God, the angels in heaven are rejoicing over that one that just accepted you. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless your great name. Lord, we just love you. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to thank each and every one who took the time out of your busy lives to listen to this two-part series entitled, Lead Me to the Rock. As always, we want you to go to Facebook and be a part of our Facebook family at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. Also, I would love for you to be a part of our Facebook group page, which is Let's Rap Reveals on Facebook. Please go to our Facebook group page, Let's Rap Reveals, and be a part of our Facebook group. Also, we would love if you would consider becoming a patron of this great ministry. You can go to the podcast page and click on patron for as little as $5 or more or less. Whatever you choose, you can set it up and become a patron of this great ministry. Any gift, great or small, would be greatly appreciated. As always, I want you to know, I thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and sharing. Please share, share, share. Help this ministry go around the globe. I am Elder Shanina Walker. I want you to know that I love you, but you better know that God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.